Welcome, and thanks for listening. Here at Oddcast, we are very grateful to live and record in the beautiful Pacific Northwest on the current ancestral and unceded lands of the Musqueam, Tsleil-Waututh, and Squamish people. With no further ado, let's get monster mashing. Hello and welcome to Only Wizards in the Dungeon podcast and our first campaign, Monster Mash. This is our TTRPG podcast about four monsters trying to survive in a fantasy world filled with the most deadly thing in all of TTRPGs, adventurers. Hello, my name is Kev. I am your monster masher. Hello, Kev. <laughs> Hi. Um, welcome to my class. Uh, classes in session. I shall now pull out the the Dungeons and Dragons rule books and I shall destroy your characters. Uh, no. My fun fact for today is going to. <laughs> what? No, I'm saying you. You it's got your man. You're nailing it. Yeah, nailing it. Uh, <laughs> I'm getting pointed out. Um, pressure. <laughs> my fun fact today is that. I quite like, uh, ever since I was in high school, I, I, I'm i a, a gamer, like the games. Uh, and I uh, recently, I'm excited for a new uh, expansion to uh, one of the games that I play, but don't play enough of because it takes so long, but I'm always, I always enjoy, which is the Warhammer Total War series, mm. uh, because they are releasing for Total War 3, they're releasing the Chaos Dwarves, um, which are a bunch of dwarves who are just like, I guess, Evil for well, they're evil forge forge users. They like bind demons into metal, and they're basically industrial revolution dwarves in a setting where no one else has that. So it's kind of interesting. So uh, and they're also a weird faction. They they were never released before. They just had a few models, and now they're getting a full army list and everything. So that's kind of cool. And so I'm excited for that little that little expansion. What uh, about well, let's go to my right, Andy. Okay, hi, Andy here. Uh, I play Linafel, and my fun fact is. Right, when I ever asked my parents if I was a picky eater, they always say no. But I distinctly remember being like probably the range between like four and seven or four and eight. I would always just eat bread and ketchup. Oh, that like, is gross. <laughs> <laughs> like you can judge. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah uh, you know what? Well, yes, I can. I'm a valid ketchup, human whatever. being. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very it's like it's one of those things where I remind myself of it every once in a while because I don't like ketchup now. Probably because you ate too yeah, much probably, of it. I, I, yeah, exactly. But it's like I just remember that, and it's like it haunts me. Well, do you think maybe your parents were like, "Oh, he's not picky because that's what they enjoyed eating too," and they were like, "Perfect, uh, I'll just I was, eat I whatever." Really, we I was really the only weird one there. I think it wasn't picky. We're having ketchup and bread tonight. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, you're not picky. We're not poor, we promise. <laughs> well, it's like I, like I said, I try a lot of. I guess I tried a lot of new things, like. Yeah. Whenever there's something there, I'll try it. But yeah. my default was just a hot dog bun with ketchup. Weird. I did that Oof. with strawberry flavored um, wafers where I ate so much of them I threw up. And now I find fake strawberry flavoring to be not very fun. I, I don't dislike it, but I never want it, it, it ever. Yeah. 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 See, now I'm thinking of everyone's puke because they've had way too much of one type of alcohol and then they don't go back to it. Oh, God. I'm not going there. Not <laughs> Let's go to the next person. I got another drinking one, though. Okay. I, um, I once... Uh, only a couple years ago. Uh, it's been a while now, but wait, who, who's your, who are you? Oh, <laughs> who am I? I'm Gray. I play uh, um, Dr. Elaine Albert Watts, the um, 
Well, it's not quite clear yet what I am because <laughs> uh, to everybody else, but uh, my, my I'm gonna throw my hat in the ring, and it's um, a monk who has um, retired from uh, an astral war that's gone on for many many generations, far too long. Um, but personally, I'm a fool who once pissed himself in a lineup for a club. Uh, pissed my pants. <laughs> I don't know this story. What? Yeah. So I, it took me a second to transition from Al to that. I was like, why was Al in a line for yeah. a club? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great time sixties. <laughs> so how did Dad like tell us about it? How yeah. did that happen? Oh, there's gonna be follow ups. I'm now just like no, no, no you so, have to. No, I was just like I, we we were just we had a bit of a pre uh, pre pre amble at the I think you were the word you were looking for last episode was assembly hall. Yes. So we had a similar assembly hall pre. <laughs> no, we just um, and we drank probably way too much before going. I hadn't gone out in a while, and we were going, waiting in line for the Roxy, which is like a kind of a country style yes. um, bar and club here, and. Uh, it just was way too long, and I had to go before we left the house. And we were like, we're you know on the bus all the way there. I still had to go. We're sitting there, and I'm like, oh, I just need to get in. Like, I don't want to be sitting here. We're like halfway through the line. Yeah. And um, and then it was my girlfriend's car said, oh, like I I can't. I have to go pee. Like I have to. I have to go pee. I was like, you have to go pee. Amazing, because I have to go pee. She's like, I don't even want to go in the club. Like I had fun earlier. Like whatever. We don't have to go out. Like let's. It's fine if we can't get in again. It's not a problem. Let's just go find a place to pee. Like perfect. Okay, there's a poutine place. Like I know it's like a block. It's like it's like one one door over, over where all the drunkens go um, yeah. for drunken poutine up in Canada. Hey, and, <laughs> um, a, and uh, yeah, a boot. <laughs> yeah. So so we run in there and immediately I'm like trying to be the the kind. You know, I'm trying to be considerate. I'm like, hey, I'm gonna go buy some poutine so we can use the restroom. I'm buying poutine or whatever it is like the regular basic. You know, yeah. extra cheese curds, whatever. I'm like, whatever you want. Cars, I'll get it. And this, I just got the first one. She went to use the bathroom or waited in line for it. And I was sitting there ordering, paying, and the fucking people there who are, who are you know, serving me and taking my order are just start laughing. Like, like laughing at me. I turn, look behind me. There's nobody behind me. It's yeah. just me in here. I'm like, what? Like, what's so funny? And um, I just see her gaze, like, <gasps> hand down in my crotch. <laughs> and me, I look down, and I, I, ha- I was wearing bright yellow pants no. so I, like, like jeans like for no. going out I thought it looked so cool <laughs> and um, I had saturated them such that there was bright yellow with a giant spot of Dijon mustard oh, colored no his <laughs> pants and immediately I'm like Oh fuck me! I'm like I'm like run over to the I finish paying I like I run over to the the door I start hammering on the door with Carson there yeah. she's like. I, I'm sorry, sweetie. I can't open it. I'm like, I gotta go. I gotta go. I know you needed to go too. I'm like, Cars, this is not. This is this is an abortion. <laughs> this is, this is not a. Oh, I want to give you. This is not a. Uh, I'm like, I'm already in the act. Like, I can't no. pitch it off. If no. I could, I would. It's already done. Get this door down now. I'm gonna bust it down. And um, yeah, I. It just kept going. <laughs> um, so she didn't realize the severity of the situation <laughs> when she finally opened it to her shock. <laughs> <laughs> I was standing basically in a puddle. Aww. I finished what little I had, and then we went home together <laughs> and and but, skipped the club. But did you eat that poutine though? <laughs> That's the biggest. Did you get yeah. it to go? I um 
Yeah, we did eat the patina. Oh, yeah. the only, that was the only comfort and consolation <laughs> on the way good. to the Uber ride home. <laughs> and I used her jacket. I had to like, cover, we're getting an Uber. I got to be like, cover the pants. She yeah. felt so bad, but uh, rightfully so. Did you not? Locked me out of the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> when I was pissing myself. Did you not feel it like as you started pissing yourself? Like, what No, you? I knew I had to go, but like, I didn't know that I'd broken the seal. You know what I mean? I didn't know that it was done. I thought there was still pressure building up behind there. I didn't know that I was. But the tight water was leaking. Tight water. Yeah. Well, we'll go to we'll go to well then. Um yeah, so when I was I don't really have I had a good fun fact. I forgot about oh, wait, it. Wait, well, who are you? Who but who I don't know who you tell me who am I? <gasps> I'm Gibbles. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with I can't wait for the day we come in here and we start <laughs> playing as each other's characters. I'm Dr. Al. Oh my god. <laughs> anyway, so when I was a kid, like usually kids, you know, parents try to be like responsible and they like limit their children in terms of what they can eat and not. That was not the case for my parents. They like did not give a, a fuck, you know. So basically anytime we would go to a restaurant or at home or anywhere where I would see butter... Until, like, age of nine, I would eat it all, like, right away. Like, there's a huge block of butter. I'm just chugging it like it's a Kit Kat or something. You know, it's just three, four bites, it's gone. Wow. Same with sour cream. I, if you give me a tub of sour cream, I'll just start eating it with, like, a big tablespoon. Just, like, right out of there. Wow. That's yeah. impressive yeah. power. Things have changed. Now I eat it with a teaspoon. A spoon has changed. A spoon has changed. No, I mean, like, okay, from time to time, I do like to, you know, get like a little swing of that sour cream. Like, it's like a little one. You know? like, oh, it's like a treat. Well, they also sell yeah. uh, butter in like sticks now, like smaller sticks, like quarters. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, that's one you can just take to go. Yeah. But also, yeah. like, since I'm from Ukraine, they actually do have this dish. It's called salo, where it's like this just animal fat, like a block of animal fat. And like, it is like a national dish that you usually eat with like bread or like borscht or whatever. So, it's just a lot of unhealthy things I ate when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, there you go. No, we know. But I turned out great, so you know. <laughs> I, do, I do come from the land of butter burgers. Butter, yeah. butter burgers. How, how's your cholesterol, everybody? <laughs> well, I do have a kidney stone, let me tell you. There you go. In my early 20s. Well, there you go. For, I guess we'll go to the next, next person, Selena's. Please, please introduce you. Hi, I'm Selena's. I play Nick's. Um, yeah, you really need to go to Wisconsin. It's You'd land of it. dairy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But my fun fact for the week is that this week, I think I learned my new go-to drink while I'm out because um, I like buying drinks for, like, for value. So I tend to either get a lot, like, if I'm meaning to properly not be sober, I'm getting a Long Island. I drink for value. <laughs> I drink for value. That's like, a t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, no one, no listeners can steal it. Sorry, sorry, sorry. But like, or even while we were in Korea, there was um, this bar we would go to often, and they basically had what was a Long Island, but instead of putting in like um, Coke at the end, they put in like something blue, blue curacao. Blue. And then, do you remember what the drink was called? Adios, motherfucker. Okay, it was called you Adios, motherfucker. That. However, I never ordered one. 
I could never remember what it was called, so I just I just remember there was the word fuck in it. So every time I'd go, I'm like, give me the fuck me up drink. And they're like, ah, it's you again. <laughs> and then so... That's drinking for value. Give me the, <laughs> the one that fucks me up fast. I pay for one drink and I'm good. And then um, this week, um, I was out with a coworker and she ordered tequila with soda and I was just like, that sounds really gross. Why would you do that? She's like, no, you ask for like extra lime juice, just like a ton of lime juice. And I was like, okay. And she's like, it's only $5. I'm like, I have to try it now. And the ranch water? Ranch water? That's what they call that. Teque- oh tequila and, and, and soda water or seltzer water with lime juice. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, I thought you were like, are you, like you threw in like ranch, like the dip. No, listeners, don't confuse that. <laughs> ask your bartender for that. <laughs> before. Ask your bartender uh, before ingesting ranch and soda water. Yeah. Actually, not, I did right. have to look up this week. You, there is a mixed drink with soy sauce. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm just glad you didn't say ranch. Um, but yeah, so I ordered it. It's really, really good because I love the taste of lime. I like how sour it is. And so, yeah, that's my new go-to drink. So for everyone out there who likes to drink for value, uh-huh. Long yeah. Islands it, and ranch water. No, last night it was not for value. Well, that's because we, we were at a club last night. So <laughs> yeah. they're all going to be expensive. True, at the clubs. That's yeah, true. That's why you drink at home. Uh, you know, hopefully not enough to piss yourself. Yeah. Well, with that, on that note, uh, let us give us let's give you a recap as to what's happened since our last episode. So, last episode was pretty straightforward. Uh, having gone to the murder scene, Nix and Linafell were able to use Nix's knowledge of doppelganger codes to find a hidden compartment with a book housing Tasha's theory of the creation of species and several missives and notes that were sent to different Eureka members throughout the Dragon Marches. You took those out very quickly and it also opened a escape into the alleyway. After taking the items out of the hidden space, the hidden space closed back up and the alleyway was still accessible via the secret door. Then Mariposa and Varix entered the room. Mariposa appears to have come to visit Varix and Varix seemingly was waiting for Mariposa. So when you told them to go out because someone was wanting to ask them something, they assumed you were referring to Mariposa. Mariposa read the doppelganger language, seemingly was able to understand exactly what was there, and then activated the same switch that Nyx used to find the secret items, but found nothing in the alcove. They assumed that they had been taken out or stolen by someone else, since you looked like regular guards, and they just dismissed you and seemingly had a conversation about some of the current statuses of different Mighty Monster Slayer members. They mentioned that Ambrose Smith was being sent to track down Arthur and Ness, and Grayfax, Reginald Grayfax, was currently targeting the Covens in the south. Also, it was revealed that Mariposa was able to get somehow Nix's parents to squeal, and Varix was uh, excited because the Astral Empire was getting an item that, that was being shipped with the shipment of goods back to the Astral Plane that would possibly get him back in their good graces. After leaving the area and going and finding a small alley to meet up with Gibbles and Dr. Al, who'd gone on a spa trip, much to the detriment of Gibbles, there was a, uh, they looked over the items that were found 
and then they went to a tavern, the Full Moon Bar and Grill, to take a long rest before the next day, getting a message from Grimsby informing them that the witch hunters had set up camp outside of Forefront but had not done anything else because they seemingly had no legal justification to do so with the monster bodies being destroyed previously. You were woken up uh, <laughs> uh, by Grusky, Sprocket, and Fuzzly Muffins, who informed you that they were going to be helping with the heist by pretending to be a crew of dock workers on a boat that would come up the canal beside the warehouse that you needed to target to get the items out for you, and that the ABC had information to give to you as well about the parties. The ABC spoke to you through a third party, a staff member, who informed you of four different delegates who were politically important that the envoys would go to visit, as well as some information suggesting that the quartermaster of the party for the crew is having some form of personal issue at the moment. You decided to disguise as Mr. Tight, a representative of the Tightwater, uh, I guess it'd be Tightwater Beverage and Explosives Company. Um, <laughs> uh, that's that's nice a term. big corporation. Yeah. It encompasses a lot a different lot. sectors. Yes, many different ones. And of course, their assistant or maybe other member of the family slash group, Cousin Greg. <laughs> the um, executive assistant, Cousin Greg. <laughs> Cousin Greg. And then proceeded to uh, go to the party as soon as night fell. As Mr. Tight and Cousin Greg entered the party without many issues, seemingly now a part of the crowd of political members at this event outside the battleship opposite the one end of the warehouse. On the other side of the warehouse, Gibbles, Dr. Al, and Nevermore had come to what seemed like a pretty unhappy event where a lot of the crew were just waiting around as the quartermaster forced people to not drink alcohol and also not have fun because he was having some form of issue. You notice as you enter this space that if the quartermaster keeps doing this, people are now going to be able to look at the canal. And that canal is the canal that Fuzzy Muffins and the other dock workers will go down. So before you enter, having tested some of Nevermore's social skills, now you can decide how you'd like to approach. All right, pal, doctor, whatever you are. That's a bit of a different voice here. Are you trying a new accent? Oh, I should try one too. What up? Uh, well, I um, oh, could we're... use a little bit more phlegm. Do you have more phlegm in there? Um, no, Do you produce I'm any? I don't. <laughs> guys, we're, we're undercover, you know, undercover. We have to play the part. What would be a nat like a natural accent from any of these? Uh... Oh, astral plane can be whatever you want. Um, but this is Starfall, so hashtag diversity. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. hashtag diversity. I want to know. Yeah, I want to know what. Yeah, I feel like a lot the, of the Yankees speak Githyanki like an American would speak, general. Would speak a specific. Yeah. So what's yeah. their? They're not diverse it, at it all. It's New like Jersey, a Yankee yeah. superior like New Jersey. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's we're all we're all from the from the U.S. military. <laughs> That's what, yeah. that's what all the yeah. yeah. I don't know. Uh, do, a, do a New York one. Let's hear it. Uh, uh, oh, fuck. What's my New fucking York? Fucking hey, man. No, I'm there. walking here. I'm walking. Yeah, I didn't want to do that. I'm, I'm, I'm do walking that. here. I'm from Jersey. <laughs> Get your uh, pizza. Oh, God. I can't do it under pressure now. <laughs> it's okay. You don't have to. Do like yeah. an Irish. <laughs> <laughs> it's worse. Let's go, let's go easy. <laughs> 
I can Irish. speak like this. Oh my god, what am I doing? Oh my that god, that is not Irish. That's definitely not Irish. <laughs> That's why I can't do that. Never mind. Like, hey, uh, I'll give him a, I'll give him a, a, a nice, uh, a nice present when we walk in there, and nothing that they can't refuse. Okay, something that they <laughs> that they want, something that they need, something that. That will get them in our good graces, you You're know, and so they good will at this. they will promise their lives to the family. You oh, know? I love it! This is great. as you all have. I don't know. So, is that good? Was that is that perfect? Perfect. That's great. So should we try to li- liven the party up? Or? Well, we could we could bump some banging tunes. You know, oh. I don't know something. Go in there. We I could bring up pop Carl. it off. Did you bring the fireworks? Something we can light, you know? Wait, something... I'm blanking. Who's Carl again? My undead compatriot, the one I can summon. Carl. Uh, I could bring Carl. Well, I mean, maybe they won't like Carl because he's a zombie. Well, uh, I, this place is pretty low energy right now. I don't know bringing a zombie would be the... Well, what if he does like a hand trick, you know, where he like rips off his head right. and it's like, oh, pick a boo. Yes. Is he bendy? Is it? It, it could he <laughs> yes. be like yes. Carl can break dance. I can't. I try really hard, but I fall. <laughs> he, can, he can quite literally break as he's dancing. <laughs> break dance. <laughs> yeah, his hand comes off sometimes. It's part of the well, show. Well, keep okay. Well, keep that on. That's okay, it. It's a, that's a part trick. You know, yeah, yeah, plan yeah. plan B. Right, you take an arm off. But uh, perhaps he could just do some. What's the term for somebody that can do all sorts of crazy? Folds and they can oh a contortionist they contort themselves yeah yeah yes. uh, right so so if they could if if he could could, could contort himself uh, to just cause a distraction okay. then we could simply slip through the shadows in the back and uh, I was gonna say OnlyFans content creator <laughs> oh you want like an undead I, OnlyFans I want content creator <laughs> I don't I can't summon that yet but one day I will be able to I think what I'm looking for is uh and and. You know, if this is too far from far fetched, an exorcism like experience <laughs> wherein somebody loses their 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 control over their own limbs, they snap inwards, they scurry across the floor, okay, and then uh, it causes a lot of confusion and concern, and then we slip in past everybody. We just make ourselves at like we look. Like, you know, oh, we're terrified as well. We didn't bring this horrible okay. monstrosity in here. And, and then we... <laughs> I do have one question. Wouldn't that alert the gods who we don't want to bring here? No, right, right. We don't want the gods. We how want the we... party bump in, as I've been bump told. In. That's how that is said. Um, and get the bodies crump well, in. Well, what if we spike their I drinks? I think uh, we what go we with plan their... A. I think we go no. back in there and we... Uh, we Make this place I, I, I'm up. A, I'm a fun guy. Uh, yeah, there's a fun guy. There's at least a couple of fun guys here. And you I'm know, a fun you walk woman. around, there's a few fun. Yeah, there's a fun person <laughs> or two. Yeah. Okay. And we can okay. just stick Let's with go them. In. Let's go. Okay, okay. And I'm maybe ready. we make a few deals when we're in there. You know? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Walks so, in after you. So, uh, yeah. Did we bring anything, you know, as a gift? Did we bring something like. I have some. Did we bring um, food for I the party? Did we bring curdles. Bring those six packs out. Not. <laughs> I told you to hide them before, oh. but I think it's necessary for this plan right now. Wait, uh, to achieve what we want. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to. I want to picture like Lilithel and uh, Nick just at I, this like other party, just being like. 
I wonder how they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm I sure they're like fine. Eating wonderful cheeses and there's wine and it's wonderfully so, good. Yes. Wait, when we go in there. Well, why don't we pull off a bunch of shenanigans? You're a goblin. I am a goblin. Yeah. So you can sneak in there and you can start messing with their drinks and you can start. Well, well, that's you know, not what goblins do. Well, that's, no, I mean, not in that way. I mean, I mean, you go in there and you start tipping over some, some you know, cocktails okay, and, you, and you throw a couple of foo-foo things in the fire and you make it, you know, some colors. You, it, you notice they have one brazier that's been lit. It, no one else has any brazers like because the guy won't let anything let's else. cook them a good meal. Like, that's what they Wait, need. They need a so, good meal, you know? They, what, need, some, my, they need to be fed, these people. My question, that guy, the like, the organi- where is he? So the quartermaster is moving around and watching the canals, watching different locations, keeping an eye on everyone. The okay. second someone tries to, like, pull out another keg of alcohol because they're they're basically out he yeah. stops them whenever they proceed to try and like cook something on the fire he's like no we're, we're have to watch it's fine like we'll eat later it's fine we'll eat later he's constantly getting in the way of people starting up some <coughs> form of party hmm. um oh, uh, since in the last episode was this the guy who is going through like personal love yes. problems he's having right? some issues do you think we can go in there because i know what the lifted thing i could probably throw in some like tell like some kind of like suggestion elements in there yeah, maybe you can go into i'm the not group. charismatic as a person but maybe i can like yeah you know Wait, is there I, any, sci- any like te- telekinetic ability that i might have yeah i think what i will do this is like out of can read their like, mind or something. like cut this out but i will try to do some shit if that doesn't work i'm gonna pull in a daphne i'm gonna pull out a daphne at the end of the day you just walk in there and you show off a couple of choo-choos and you just you, <laughs> pop, you pop one out and then you pop the other and then that's how we cause uh we make this guy's day um you know this is the guy who is having some emotional problems and issues with like a love life problem, and and we get him a rebound, you know, I a quick no rebound. Therapist Not just a rebound. We get him an alley oop. <laughs> yes. Listen, how about this? I will try another method, and if that doesn't work, I'll pull up. You know, I'll pull up my girl. You know, I'll pull out. My, I think that's. My, <laughs> I'll pull it out. Is you call your alternate self uh, your girl? I gotta call whatever I gotta call it, you know, as long as it works, as long as it does the job, you know, as long as it sticks the landing. Yes. Yeah. Well, I uh, I think as long as you and I, we all agree that whatever happens okay. in this room never leaves this room. It's an open air space, though. Never there's more. No, there's no room. Never more. Never. But in, it's a more of a, in a, in a, uh, in a metaphorical sense, we won't speak of whatever happens in this right. room, and that I am open to any possibility. All I want is to achieve what we must. Right. Okay. To, okay. To, to not screw over our friends who are depending on us. Of course, of course. We do have to get the key. He has the key, remember? Listen. So we have to get his key so that we can open the other area. What but- if we... Here, listen, listen. Uh, never more. Um, how about you get your, you know, like, booty boy, booty call boy... Whatever, Carl? Brian. Yes, Brian. And uh, no, I can't summon you, Brian yet. I can only summon Carl. Why not? Uh, fuck, we're fucked. What did you summon? Him? I, I, was, I haven't done it before. I could try. I, Should I try summoning Brian? Put everything on Brian. Give me your best. <laughs> Come on, you, <laughs> summon <laughs> <Just pull> him. <laughs> Never more. Listen, listen. It let's get matter. in there. We've been okay, spending so much time. Let's get I'll something try, I'll going. Try Brian. I'll try summoning Brian. Okay. Goes calm. The book floats out. What is this? Imagine. Oh yeah, she becomes like possessive. It's like, okay, 
eyes go black. Like the, the, yeah. yeah, like everything goes dark. Like, it's all a bunch of Latin, just like Latin, like Brian, and then dark magic sort of floats around her. And you see coming out of a sort of shadowy portal, what looks like a very well-preserved man. So not like Carl, who's falling apart. You see this sort of, um, <laughs> I don't know who Brian's going to be. So I guess I'll just like make it up. Hmm. Wait, what does Nevermore think this party needs? Because oh, that's how she would so summon she, Brian. Okay, yeah. So that's a great point. Yeah. You see a very bespoke, bespectacled professor from a university with a tweed jacket <laughs> who's oh, pale <laughs> and gaunt um, and kind of going, yes, I know what this party needs. An intellectual conversation. My and then rips off, his, <laughs> rips off his shirt and he's very ripped. <laughs> She's like, oh. Yes, we can use that, finally. Something that we can use. <laughs> Terrific. Now get in there. Get your get your hot buns into that room right no, now. No, listen. <laughs> Wait, <what? laughs> listen, I'm putting more. Get Grab this tide water. You gotta sell it. You know it's alkalized, two percent alcohol tide water. Mm. Brian, Brian, we got a six his... pack of tide water here. You gotta bring it. Bring the bring it in. You gotta lather yourself with. <laughs> Tidewater claw. The, those salami, pulled back salami abs you got there, that's nice and, and and they're quite impressive, believe me. Thank you. They are. But you definitely need to, it's not, yeah. not everybody in there has that same proclivity. They're not all okay. going to be yeah, attracted no to those abs. So some people need the tight water to loosen their, to loosen themselves up. Got it. An intellectual conversation. Yeah. Think about it as like, you know, like a seminar, you know, like those hot long seminars. Okay. Yeah, so in which case, a hot seminar. In which case, pushes his glasses up, his button up shirt oh, reforms no. around his body, but not his tweed, his tweed jacket. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then he looks at Nevermore, looks at everyone else. Now, there is an actual reference, just so people can visualize what he looks like. There's currently a meme going around about Harry Potter and Bellagio, where it's like oh, an AI. Balenciaga? Balenciaga. Balenciaga. Oh my Balenciaga. God, And it's like that. an AI-altered version of, of Harry Potter. <laughs> I've and seen that. He, he's like an AI Harry Potter that says Balenciaga, and, and he's like, Avada Balenciaga. So, <laughs> so that, it's that, where he's like, cheekbones. Oh. Crazy, like looks like he should be from a model shoot, but is a professor. This is Balenciaga, the man. So, All right, so, so we, Brian walks forward. You see, I will he, walk also behind Brian. He grab. He has a six pack of of tight water. Right. Yes. Is there, and is he there any telekinetic ability that I can use in this instance? <laughs> well, yes, you <laughs> you could try to move to, things just, around. No, well, I mean, like maybe to just or what would it be is telepathy. It tele telepathy. Yeah. Thank you. Tele telepathic. Like, can I infer yes. anything from? From his, uh... you can cast the detect thought spell. Okay. Um, okay. And then once per once per day, basically once per per long rest. So he has to do a wisdom save to resist the the spell. Detect thoughts. With detect thoughts, your first ability it works. You get the surface thoughts of a person. And if you want to get more, then they do a wisdom save to try and notice that someone's like detecting their thoughts. So it would be a, a wisdom save from his part, and it would be pretty low. This like is it, uh, this is the guy that's that's yeah. going through the relationship troubles and everything like yeah, that. Yeah, you could get yeah, yeah. some surface. Thoughts. Okay, so when we talk to him, I'll I'll do a detect thoughts. Got it. And then and then as it unfolds, maybe I'll try to get a deeper. 
Yeah, totally yeah. makes sense. To see if this is working or not. Because yeah. I yeah. because I'm not confident. You see Brian <laughs> walks forward careful like holding the tight water like uh artfully but with his tweed jacket on his shoulder. Hey, hey Bry guy, can you toss me a tight? Oh, wow, you're dangerous. Snap and then like throws it at you. Please make a Dexterity. <laughs> By the way, while he... I didn't think this one through. <laughs> so do. All right. While he's doing a dexterity check, I will go on the other end of the, um, like the party. Yeah. And I'll try to like hype people up, you know, like be charismatic. And I'm really trying, you know. I'm like really hiding in my character. You know what I mean? Do a persuasion check. Persuasion. Okay. You, what was 24. your twenty-four dex save? So you catch it and you very quickly like i guess you you catch it and it's somehow, way too cool it looks great you like you yeah you see a bucket of water beside you so yeah. you catch it and quickly dip it in the water as it and then like you pull it out and you drink it and you see that he takes one out and he pushes it puts it in a bucket of water and snaps it and then you both drink it and both look incredibly fashionable you see nevermore is like I have such complicated feelings right now. What's going on? We're just uh, acting like the rest of the people here. We're just trying to fit in, you know? Uh, persuasion check from Gibbles. What is yours? It was, uh, it's charisma, right? No. Yeah, yeah it's uh, 15, 17, actually. Okay, so 17, you see some people, like, notice the two people open up some tight waters <laughs> and... I have to be, so I have no charisma, so I have to do great acts of... <laughs> Of, yeah. of, you know, of charm or dexterity yeah. to, to win people's affection. Yeah. I gotta do like backflips and shit because I'm like that kid who, like, yeah. you know, it, like has no charm at all, yeah. no dexterity. And you no, see no Brian kind of whispers in your ear and says, "You're doing great." I didn't know I'd, I I didn't huh. you do as, as good as you did. Thanks, thanks, Brian. Yeah, thanks. And then kind of you're a real guy. Like, hey, you're, you're, hey, Brian, you're a real one. Ah, you know that. Thank you. Pushes his glasses up. So a theme song in the distance plays. <laughs> um, question. So the key, is it like easy to see on him? Or? It's on a ring of keys on his person on a clip and it's on the front half of his body. So it's on his like, it's hovering on his waist, but closer to his crotch than his butt. All right. Could I walk up? Like, what is he doing right now? You're hyping people in the back yeah. initially. And so what happens at the moment is he sees a tight water get thrown and he's about to yell at them. But then he notices how he Ratchet. notices at Brian. Yeah. He pauses. Oh, and God. then he looks at the rest of the people hyping oh, and he looks at life. you and says, oh. shut up. Shut up. All of you shut. We're in the middle. We can't. We're not. This is not the time. Hey, hey, hey. Where's the party? Where's the party? What are we doing? We're doing it. We're just having a close, a casual get together with friends, and that's it. Yeah, well, you know, that's why we're here. You know, we want to have something to do, but uh, in the evening, uh -huh. you know, to yeah, keep ourselves busy, to keep our brains from going haywire with all these feelings that we're keeping <laughs> deep down feelings? inside. I don't have feelings. What are you talking <laughs> Trying about? Trying to keep ourselves distracted. Yeah. No. Uh, what? Who wants to be alone at night when we're all here? To, we could be here together drinking and having a good time. Maybe some of us has to be alone at night. <laughs> right. Well, right. But what I'm saying is right now we don't have we don't got to be alone. We can be yeah. here to, together. I spent a little too much time alone. You know, like, yeah, I he need spent a lot of time people. alone. I've spent I spent a lot yeah. of time alone. Oh, yeah. Me and uh, me, me being alone for a while is not good. No, it's not good. It's not good. I think um, I think we all just need to 
you know, put our, I don't know, make this a memorable night for all of us. Get over, put the, put the, the past behind us, the, the, the pains of the week, you know, get, get away from all that shit and just let loose for a bit, you know? Please do a persuasion check. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a, why am I doing this? <laughs> okay, can I try to, while he is having an intense conversation. Seven. With the, <laughs> wait, wait, wait! Hold yeah. on, hold on. Well, while, yeah, while we're having a seven, yeah, uh, can I walk up to him and um, cast a <laughs> uh. on his keychain? Can I cast minor chaos warp, which is a custom spell, by the way, for those who don't know, where uh, my character gets to? It's a second level spell, right? Yeah. Actually, Cap, can you explain how it works? Just yeah, so you, it's yeah. a second level spell. It's a spell that targets non-magical objects and can turn them into a random non-magical object, similar to Polymorph. Though it can turn items into creatures, like a chicken or something like that, it can only be cast on non-living objects. That's what I'm talking about. Stuff like that. Goblin shit like that. Yeah. That's what I'm... So he goes <laughs> up to you because he's, he's angry. And as he's passing, if you want, you can then cast and try to do it. Yeah. So I'll try to. And I... I, I went on this website. It's called Random Object Generator. Perfect. And in front of you, I'll I'll cast I'll I'll cast okay, I'll press the randomize button. Do it. So can I do it on the his yes. kitchen? Yeah. Uh, so. But do a sleight of hand check as well because oh. he may notice. Okay. If you are bad he's at not, that, a natural twenty. He has no fucking clue. Yeah. Yes. Natural twenty. You just like anyway. gently pass and do not touch the dick. So yeah. you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm good at avoiding the dick. Um, okay. So. Uh, <laughs> This the pasta strainer. <laughs> so you touch the keys, and then a loud. I assume you're touching all the keys, right? Because well, it's I was on a touching ring. like a ring, yeah, yeah, like the whole thing. So yeah. the ring of keys turns into a pasta, pasta strainer, strainer, and therefore, I, I guess it. Is not hooked. Yeah, because I want to turn it. Like I feel like fall. once it like transforms into something, it stops being hooked, right? Like, yeah. but it also has little handles. So like, I'm gonna roll. I'm gonna roll luck check. Let's just see if it's if it's below a number, it'll. We'll okay. see. Okay, it does not stay hooked. You got a twelve, okay, so it, okay, it, okay. it falls, but it's gonna clatter. So you do know that it's gonna make a bouncing noise. Well, can I try to? Yeah, you can try roll? to grab it. Yeah, so okay. do um do a dexterity or no. Oh. Uh, whatever it is, I rolled a ten. So <laughs> dexterity sa uh, save eleven. Okay, yeah, you're fine. You you grab okay. it. You yeah, have a pass like the Hey, yeah, uh, yeah. We just um, we just thought we would come by and 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 you know have a have a have a bit of a. Are you gonna? Are you coming up to me? I'm yeah, he's, to, he's I'm right in front up of my you. Persuasion here, so that's why he's right in front of you. Yeah. He's so angry. Uh, and and just try to have a good time. You know, that's all. Just. Just let loose a little bit and, and, uh, and, uh... You have no clue. What's going on? You have no clue. You are. I have some kind of clue. <laughs> can I do detect thoughts? Yeah, I can do detect <laughs> thoughts. Surface thoughts, you immediately get. Okay. So, so the first surface thoughts are? First surface thoughts are, God, I'm so lonely. I don't want to be here. I want to leave. I want to leave so bad. My ex is here. <laughs> oh, the drama comes out. Um, and then you try to probe deeper, but he gets what's your what's your save? It would be wisdom is what you use for your or no, use intelligence for your telepath telepathy skills. So it'd be eight plus proficiency plus your intelligence modifier for your save. 
Uh, 12. So he notices, he feels you probing deeper. And he's like, Jude, what, you're doing magic shit? You're doing magic shit on me right now. What's, what the fuck? No, this is, uh, get, get out, get out here. This, Wait, I, yeah, at this magic, point I will I try to do magic. walk up to them and be yeah. like, with me, with this trainer, I'm like, it's okay, alley boy. <laughs> Hold on, sorry. <laughs> then you My cough. throat <laughs> is... No, I have like this. Don't you, you also boys. need the guy to not be paying attention? Well, yeah, well, this the, is distracting. Uh, Ali, oh. Ali boy, listen, it's okay. We gotta go. You know, my pasta. You know, our our pasta. No, we were just here no, to but, make them pasta. We I were like, gonna make look, them pasta. But I, if he doesn't want us here I, anymore, I, if he doesn't yeah, want let's us go here, make pasta at home. And then, like, because the thing is, I'm trying to like <laughs> signal you with yeah, my yeah, eyes yeah, that yeah. like I got well, the thing. You know, we thought we would make you pasta, but if you don't want pasta and you just want us out of your hair, we go out of your hair. This party is to go for us. Let's just go. Yeah, that's right. You should go. You should go. We're just gonna keep watching the canals, and you can just do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. What's the, what's so great about the canals? They remind me. Wait a second. Is that more tide water? <gasps> Brian, you brought six pack. You see, he's a vo- he's not. He's trying not to look at Brian. <laughs> Bust out Daphne. <laughs> Plan but B. we both need to go inside. Like, what is Daphne gonna like? How am I gonna distract? Daphne is the distraction. A reminder no, that like, you can do a retroactive if you say you've prepared something. You all have one retroactive. I prepared something. Wait, hold on. Do we both need like the three? Me, Nevermore, and Doctor Al have to go through the tunnels, or one of us can stay behind? Hypothetically, uh, it's probably better for all of you to go, but you don't need to if you really can't i will also say that he mentions my ex is here so you sure. notice that he's well, avoiding that. he's uh for dr al he's yeah, avoiding can I just do a perception yeah do a yeah, perception yeah. check right. the ex With... is brian <laughs> <laughs> that he would make no recently. sense Dude, that'd be deceased. really sad <laughs> be really morbid oh yeah i just yeah. buried you <laughs> okay <laughs> Wait, with advantage or not? You say uh, perception with advantage because you are with advantage. Yeah, you now know of the drama, so you can kind of try to find people who are avoiding people. Drama. I want to do a drama check. That is a natural <laughs> twenty, my oh friend. My god. Oh my god! That's a two. Perception, you notice a few things. One, everyone is watching you right now. They really want this party to start, but they haven't been able to say anything, so they're just keeping an eye out for how this goes. Two, there is one person who is talking to Brian and hitting on him pretty damn hard you see a tabaxi woman this sort of cat lady looks like a partial like puma lady just sort of like laughing at brian like with brian and being like oh you're so cute <laughs> tapping is like slapping his arm a little bit nevermore is looking with great confusion is very confused by this interaction between brian and more just uh, uh observant of the social interaction that's happening that looks different and is kind of confused and he looks at all of you and says yeah you should just go you should just go with your dumb pasta and your dumb that guy and like points in brian's general direction <laughs> What the what the hell, man? Why why uh why why you had to be this way? Why why are you invading my privacy, my my space? Because I'm trying to figure out what's going on with you. God forbid somebody give a shit about you. No one gives a shit about me. God He's forbid trying. somebody care about your feelings. No one cares. I I care. <laughs> I'm a doctor. <laughs> I took the Hippocratic oath. I think Brian cares too. That I don't. I mean. I don't think Brian cares because. Well, I remember he he bought that six pack for you. I remember <laughs> Brian does care. Brian cares. I'm sorry I took one of those tight waters, but I was you know I was thinking you'd have one, we'd have one. 
and we would loosen up a bit and he, and he's just, just a little too anxious you know you're such a gorgeous guy and he just wants to get you know better you know uh, that exactly. Go I'm not even, I don't even need to add persuasion anything to that check. because I don't want to be a part of Listen. this persuasion. <laughs> persuasion check, Gibbles. Because you said Dr. L is helping. Hold on. Yeah, with help, you get yeah, advantage. Yeah, because I said the word exactly. And I <laughs> That's how you know. Oh, no. 13. With advantage? Oh, with advantage? Yeah, because of Dr. L. 17. Okay. Oh. Kind of finally looks over there, looks so unhurt, so hurt. He's like, of course, the two most beautiful people in this fucking party are talking to each other and not me. Of course. Yeah, that's what's happening. Well, you know what? Two out of the three most beautiful people at this party. I Listen, I I gotta tell you. <laughs> he starts hugging Gibbles. That's right. That's right. Get it out. Get it out. Is it so hard? <laughs> So I can't do it anymore. I mean, uh, yes, uh, I gotta keep the character. Um, you're, you're really kind because yeah. I know I put on a few pounds and I've been like, it's been rough and it's just been so hard. Looks like wistfully at the two of them flirting. Listen, um, you know, you might look at those two there. <coughs> you might look at those two there. <laughs> and you might think they're flirting, but actually they aren't. It's... Um, they're they're flirting about you, you know. Both of them are thinking about that hot, steamy don't, three thumb. Don't, don't lie yeah, to me, no. man. Don't lie to me. You don't. I'm know not like. Did I ever lie to you? Like we knew each other for years. I never <laughs> lied to you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now do deception. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't you exactly? Okay, I rolled a nineteen. You just saw that. Yeah. You just saw that. Exactly, uh, exactly. You've known each other for years. Exactly. Yeah, twenty something. Like, you're... <laughs> I love this. I listen. I love this because Grayson and Cav know in the other campaign my rolls are so bad. Yeah, I never like because uh, I we use this AI that like you type Array, in command yeah. and it like rolls for you. That thing does not roll above a three for me. Like, so ever. bad. Roll 20, yeah. yeah, like, screwed. I roll, like, ten rolls, and only one of them is, like, above a four. It's, I'm not even kidding. You say, I do you since you were, yeah. you since you were. Yeah, uh, I don't know anything about the, the threesome thing that he's talking about, but he's, you should trust him because you've known him for so long. Why are you even coming to this party, man? Why? You didn't, like, help me at all with the breakup. You know, sometimes... You weren't even around for years of my life. <laughs> Listen, the reason, like, you think I didn't help you was a breakup, but this is me helping you right now. <coughs> I'm trying to. And you never fixed I'm your horrible to. cough. <laughs> you know how it is. I care about you more than me. Yeah. Uh, he, he was never too, around because he was... It's really hard for Gibbles to keep up the fucking accent. He was too out, uh, busy out uh, smoking all the time. No, so, I mean, he, so that's why he wasn't around. So no. Every place that, is a non-smoking place now. You can't, go, that you can't after smoke that, anywhere. Yeah, after that, can't. All the places I used to smoke, <laughs> all my favorite places. You can't smoke. Planes... Playgrounds, <laughs> dinner, rest, rest, fancy restaurants. It's like complaining about smoking now. What's up? Man, man I just. Yeah. I just. What is it? You know, you, you, you disappear. Are you saying that you went, you went out of the, you went this whole time. I went to find you, Brian. You went for to you. find me, Brian? Yeah. 
remember for the Bernitzwa, and I was there yeah, for your the one mother's where, The one where my dad died by the chair falling off. <laughs> yes, and listen, I, since but then I... The, I was a young man. I, you I, remember after an the adult. chair killed your dad, I burned all my chairs in the house. Like, every time you come to my place, there are no chairs, because I, I respect He's, that. I haven't seen him sit once in the entire time I've known him. <laughs> in fact, I'm standing right now. I could be sitting. It impacted him it, down to his very yeah. core of uh, who he is. Okay. I only lay or stand. I never sit. Scoodles. I never spoke to you for so long. Uh, but you're my best friend, man. I, you are, you're like a brother to me. Oh, from a different this? father, the one who did not die from the chair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the one, your dad. Yeah, yeah, the fisherman. The fisherman. <laughs> well, is it this? It's just a lovely uh, brotherly Nevermore reunion. Looks confused. She's like, "How is this working?" And <laughs> <laughs> I know Nevermore is probably the most socially adept one right now. Yeah, yeah. she's like, "Wait, but you got you got to just go him. with it, Nevermore." <laughs> just, listen, no, listen to me, boy. This is your one and only shot at Brian and that hot chick over there. Okay. Go, okay. go and get those things there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But, but you need to loosen up the the attitude right now. Is like is like uh, like a two. And you, you gotta bring That's it what's up. That's happening there right now. Listen, right now it's like a two <laughs> out of ten. You gotta bring it up to like a three point five. You know, like okay. you gotta bring it up. Okay. Yeah, bring it Seriously. up because it's just the energy. So everyone else, no one will want to. Fuck you know, me. Want to fuck you in this atmosphere? <laughs> it's it's yeah, really okay. rough unless you're okay. at a morgue. And people are into that kind of thing. Otherwise, it's... And I'm not. You you're know. not. No, you're into living things. <laughs> you, want a, you want a living thing to fuck you. So, so make sure Brian everything in the undead white who's currently there. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I want, I want living. Yeah. yeah, that living... The Brian's alive, and he needs... They yeah, need Brian, the, the yeah, energy. He's not alive, but he loves swinging. He loves uh, you. So you gotta okay. go. And okay. he loves music, and he loves he loves uh, a good party. And, okay. And um, yeah. Okay. And for everyone else to also have a good time and be distracted enough, so that he can feel comfortable. Do this for pops. Do to this hook for up pops. with somebody at a party okay. that he just met. I'll do it for dad, and for our friendship, and. I want to remember. <laughs> <laughs> For the record, audience, Selena's just like dying under, like on the floor almost. Like. She's hiding this under is, a blanket. This is like, how many times does fucking Gibble show up and somehow cut right to the core of their insecurity? <laughs> no, and then instead of building them up, it's just like, and I will now crush your heart. <laughs> I mean, no one said we are heroes here, as we all know. We're, we, we, have, we have a job to do. Yeah, we're a job. We have a job to do. And right now, it's really hard right now. This guy's heartbreak is... Yeah. Uh, is very useful. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's our way in right now. It's the key. Okay. Right. Party's back on. Party's back on. Party's back on, everyone. You the see party's everyone. back on. Woo! Yeah, the party's and back on. Everyone right. starts opening casks. He goes up to Brian and to this cat lady. And you see the cat lady kind of defensively trying to protect Brian. And then he like looks at her and like kind of goes <laughs> and talks to Brian. You see, so, so the, never the girlfriend? More, the girlfriend? Or yeah, the, yeah, okay, yeah, the, the ex. Well, ex-ex. That part, her his ex partner. I'm. I want to infiltrate their mind. Okay. Okay. okay yeah. Just see their feelings. Got their it. Okay. Whoa, whoa, buddy. We don't have to. We can just go now. No. Just their, just their, just their base <laughs> level. Oh, shit. Don't get I'm really invested in this. Oh, base. Uh, at this point. <laughs> their yeah. base level is. Step off. This is my new new like. Oh man. boy. I'm not going anywhere near that <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> so 
would just never more than pick up the pieces but of that. They also they also go, but I like that you're proactive. <laughs> yeah, they're going like there's hey, a little bit of well, maybe I shouldn't have left yeah, this. They never yeah. they never yeah showed exhibited these traits when yeah. we were together. And Brian also looks at him and Nevermore gives him the order because it summoned him being like or the request to uh be friendly with them in a sexual manner. And then he goes, Got it. Vogue, Vogue, Vogue. <laughs> Just directly at them, start dancing with them, and they but both yeah. confusedly start dancing because they didn't expect to. And they start talking. And uh, now you can go off as you wish. Is there no music right now? They're just dancing. No uh, music. Somehow Brian uh <laughs> <laughs> Brian making makes music. When he starts playing plays his abs as his xylophone. Brian produces music, but I will say Brian seems like a far more advanced undead construct than Nevermore has ever used. Mm. And in fact, in order to make Brian, she used the book. So you're getting an interesting development there. Brian does have, for some reason, the ability to make a theme music because she thought that she needed someone distracting and attractive for a bunch of frat brothers because that was what was told to her by Dr. Al. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so she made That's the great. perfect frat, like, sexy bro in her mind, which is part professor and part, like, uh, runway model. <laughs> I don't know what kind of fantasy she's living. <laughs> but she went, she went with what everyone else thought Balenciaga. would be interesting. <laughs> she's in the Balenciaga universe. She's like, oh yeah, these people, they're like fashion and professors and well, I like professors. You then walk away and go towards the warehouse. Hey, uh, 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 do you know if where the, where someone could take a leak that isn't in their pants? <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> Will you see a person turn off around? Off the dock? Off the dock? Should I go out off the dock? You see a person turn around full piss stain. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> where's, the, where's the door? I don't want that to be me. Uh, so, oh, uh, you don't want to be Johnny Piss Pants? Okay, go over there. No, I, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's his name. <laughs> Are his pants always covered in piss? Does he launder his clothes? No, once you get that name, you just yeah. it's, it's your life now. It's my life. I accepted it. Is it is it like Embrace he it. he just doesn't go to the washroom like in a washroom or it's does a he... fashion statement? Okay, so he puts on his clothes in the morning and pisses in them. And then <laughs> yes, the yeah. okay. yes. I just needed that bit of world building to yeah, be yeah. very clear. So you get to the warehouse door, you take the keys because you have to you break the pasta strainer to break the polymorph. As you get the party going, a boat slowly moves across, and it looks like. Fuzzly Muffins and the rest are disguised to look like, as they said, hot dock workers. So they're just kind of like vibing on their boat, just kind of as they get past this party. You open the door and you go inside the warehouse. Is Nevermore with us? Nevermore comes with you, yeah. But but Brian stays out with uh, the crowd of people. Nevermore, this is incredible. I'm so glad that you had... uh... Thank you. Created this. I, this is, I never would have thought. That, I thought we were going to have to drag you along through this as dead weight. And you've provided so much help, more than any one of us could have. It was a lot easier than I thought. I just accessed the book's knowledge of the people who died, and I found wow. someone who fit. Yeah. With some uh, alterations Incredible from ingenuity. In, uh, unbelievable. And it also helps because I had... I'm so happy they could produce their own music because... I stayed yes. up all night last night 
practicing a sea shanty on <laughs> on a lute, and it was terrible. And I really am so happy I didn't have to perform it. I'm really glad that I could help. I I I I was just like, what would be good with like people who are drunk and wanting to do stuff? And I was like, music. You yes. know, that's what abs that sound like. Electric dance music. Yes, like like um yeah. like a good beat, like a boom boom. I sort of thought, you know, astral dance music. Yes, I I thought it'd be spacey, and that would be kind of fitting all of your this crowd. Um, I'm You've really un- glad. outdone yourself. Oh, you thank you. To, yes, very kind. It's really nice to be part of a group and and have friends and travel. Thank it's you. Nice to have you. Uh, thank you very much. The political party is an assortment of very different individuals from not only the material plane, but the astral plane. It's pretty obvious when you enter this party that it's very, very busy. And in the sense that people are getting drinks and getting food and very talking. Balenciaga. And very Balenciaga. <laughs> well, in fact, you brought the Balenciaga from this party to the other party. A lot of people in crazy outfits meant to show off wealth and power. You see the different diplomats and envoys that you were told about, the ones that are interesting to the astral empire, the gif, the hippo people, the three cream, which are these sort of insect people, which is part of the hive, the huduzi, uh, these sort of monkey, uh, orange furred monkey people, um, and the plasmoid people, uh, all in different arrangements. You also see the envoy flanked by two honor guard, though there are multiple honor guard all throughout the outside of this ring of the party. This is the most secure part. And then there is a that large walkway going to the battleship, which does appear to have some crew on it, but is not like fully decked out with uh, individuals because the most are here at the party or protecting the party itself. You can also see the warehouse 30 feet away, maybe 30 to 50 feet away from the party itself. And you see little tables and stuff sent, you know, set up for people to talk and, and converse. You have a little name tag given to you, Mr. Tight and Cousin Greg. You all have your name tags. And you it are. says t- Cousin Greg on it. Yeah, it's Cousin <laughs> Greg. And you see a, a few people talking to you immediately. They come up to you, a few different astral species and material plane, sort of rich merchants, and they're like, Ah, I was told you are the representative for Tightwater, the, from Tightwater and Explosives. Yeah, that is correct. We are currently branching out from uh, just beverages to we're trying to look at the, you know, how we can use it as a weapon. Oh, that's fascinating. That's very cool. That's very interesting. And uh, you're here to sell the product, I assume. Do you have any, you have sent, what, are we, what are we looking for? I, I uh, like, have the two jugs. Yeah. By the way, before we went in, I'm casting... Um, Enhanceability. Enhanceability, thank you. So enhanceability is cast, so you have better dexterity, yes. Yeah, and then I did it at level three, so that way I have better um, charisma. Cool. I, I like, like I whip it out. Oh, they immediately step back because you've moved (laughs) vigorously. (laughs) Have some right here. Oh, is that what is being sold at the, served at the party? No, this one is um, a little more condensed. Oh. Um, Yeah, we should probably be careful about how we... um, Take it out, actually. Um, <clears throat> we brought a, a, the prototype with us. Oh, wow. Fascinating. Well, you should tell us all about Tightwater. How, how does it, what inspired you to produce Tightwater in the first place? Well, I was like drinking regular water and I was thinking to myself, I just really wish it was tight. <laughs> we really wanted Damn this shit's loose. <laughs> <laughs> We've realized that you have too many too many beverages that they just they're not tight yes and we we were at we were at the tavern and we were just both thinking what would make this water better wow and then also like 
what are some of the most thrilling hobbies and life experiences you can have? Rock climbing, riding a horse really fast, shooting things, gets the adrenaline up, but like you have to go out of your way. You have to find the horse, you have to find the mountain, you have to find a target to shoot at. So true. So so why I want to feel like my life is on the edge, like multiple times throughout the day. And so, yeah, he's a really big adrenaline drunk junkie. Yeah. Wow. Well, if you I mean, again, if you're looking to sell or or contracts or things, a lot of companies or a lot of our different envoys here would love to sign you up for maybe purchasing something for self-defense or just for. You know, parties, which would be great. We're trying to get some contracts written out. We're trying to decide, you know, rates because we have to figure out, you know, we need to turn a profit. And also if we're trying to weaponize it, yes, then, you know, it's just completely different licensing. And then also, like we're thinking if we have different flavors of tight water, then are those different kinds of explosions? Because like, you know, kill two birds with one stone. If you're going to have a variety, it has to be variety for drinking and for weapons. Yeah, we, you know... We want to dwell into both markets, but we want to make sure that they're exciting. And you're not worried about competition? Uh, at the moment, no. Tightwater they... is a very well-kept secret. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> there's loose fire we've heard about, but... Yeah. But yes. on the flip side, I've heard that all of our competition inevitably loses far too many fingers and or limbs. Uh-huh. It's a very dangerous uh, It's a very dangerous business to be in. I'll have to let um, Amadeus know, because... Mozart? <laughs> <laughs> what? No, no, no. They're an envoy for a, a company that you may be interested in. Oh, which company is this? It's called Thicket. I don't like it. <laughs> we'll we'll what, think what about it. Yeah. What are they selling? Um, very thick water. That's no. Okay, fun fact. That's a thing. Yeah, it's real. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. Tight water is main competi- competition. Is thick water. Why? It's not even dangerous. No, but they've weaponized it. Now you can apply a little bit into the water supply of a city and completely destroy their access to fresh water. That's, it solidifies that, it. You're uh, like, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> no, I was just like, that's just poison. No, but yeah, it's solidifies no, it. That's actually fantastic because like a small amount can knock out an entire infrastructure yeah. yes. as opposed to like, what they're doing, which is hazardously yes. transporting explosives <laughs> I know. everywhere. The Githyanki are actually, uh, I believe it's an astral empire company. Um, it's like those hagfish, where you can like take one hagfish, put it in a bucket, and actually, it turns the entire bucket it, to slime. It's made from a fish bioengineered to produce a slime that solidifies water. Uh, oh, our product's vegan. <laughs> therefore, <laughs> therefore ethical. Oh, wow. Yeah. You should use that. You yeah, there's a certain yeah, we portion really... of the market they'll never get. The, 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 <laughs> yeah, the domineering really... <laughs> empire wanting to, you know. Yeah, yeah exactly. We'll but never they, they'll the never vegans. touch the. Yeah, exactly. They'll, they'll never touch anything that's not vegan. Yeah. Ethically yeah. sourced weapons of mass destruction. <laughs> that's right. It's yeah. for some people. So even if they get 90% of the market, there'll still be something carved out for you guys. Yeah, it's true. No, but we're gonna also be ninety percent of the market. Like, well, it's we'll, tight water. We're we'll tight have water. to let we'll have to let you we'll let you it's yours mingle. To lose. And, <laughs> yeah, yours to lose. We'll let you mingle and, and explore. So good to meet you. I've heard so much about cousin Greg and so much about Mr. Tight. More about cousin Greg, but Mr. Tight, you're also f- very uh, well known. Hopefully, only good things, of course. But yes. um, no, this is asking you, Cav. Mm-hmm. Can I have my one thing? Yes. My one thing I prepared. What for? would you like your one thing to be prepared? Uh, so the four important. So first off, just a reminder, who has the key? What's their name? The envoy or the captain of the honor guard? The envoy the or the captain? The envoy, yes. Can, can I check if anyone else is having romantic difficulties in this party? 
Um, you get the sense that plenty of people are, but they're way too good at hiding it. Well, I was going to ask then. So from the last episode, there were four people who you noted as important. Yes. Lady Splats, Motomoto, Minister Ribbon. Yes. Yeah. And Clickson. Yeah. What my one thing is, I want to know their relationships with each other. Like, I want to know who hates who, who's fucking who. Oh, great idea. Okay. So, yes, you prepare this. You do some research before you come to the party and get the um, ABC to help you with that. Moto Moto is a individual who joined the Astral Empire by a choice. So they're an envoy, but they're kind of under the Gith Yankee. And therefore, they're because of agreements between the, the Gith Yankee and the Gif. Um, these hippo people and this only specific subset of hippo people who have joined the astral empire because not every obviously gif has and then you've got the clickson the clickson are hated by everyone uh, because they're insect people so people find them gross um, but they also are so important uh, to a lot of astral species because of what they produce they can produce things like a very powerful almost spider silk and a lot of equipment and things that are really uh, uh, valued so they have a tumultuous relationship with almost every member here including the astral empire they they don't really want to be here but they're here because they need to be for political reasons in the astral sea the plasmoids are pretty neutral lady splats has had interactions or relations with almost everyone here in some diplomatic sense the plasmoids of this specific plasmoid group is a part of the empire but there there are other plasmoids who aren't and so they're kind of trying to play both sides and the the actually the Huduzi are here because they used to have trade agreements. And Huduzi was Rodan. Yeah, and that's Rodan was sent here as a diplomat to try and understand the situation because they had deals and agreements between themselves and this city of Starfall, and those have been disabled or undermined by this new political change. And so they're trying to find a way to maybe get their deals back um, because that's bad for them. All right, um, Nick's. I think we have to go around. We have to find the key. Right? Yes, we definitely need to find the key. Okay. Um, let's. Let me just readjust all this tight water I'm carrying. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we can. Uh, yeah. Um, and then one more time. Who exactly is either the. It's only the envoy or the captain of the guard. And okay. It appears that the you have to do a uh, perception check to find the envoy or captain of the guard. Um, could we just do that right now? Yeah, it's pretty easy. You say that. Oh, an 18. Okay, yes. You you see both of them relatively quickly. It looks like the envoy is currently doing the rounds, talking to different people, and is with the honor guard captain. So they're traveling together. Okay, so I pointed out to Nyx, one of those two has the key. We're going to have to uh, figure out which one. How about we go up to them? We pitch the tight water, and then I I may be a little quote-unquote hazardly juggle the tight water but because i'm really good at juggling while that's happening and they're freaking out i also like palm I, let's go chat with them and we can try to set up some political disputes um i've heard um minister Roden had issues because the astral empire was trading maybe we can bring them up and uh, name we can just name him when we're talking about the tight water deal right now we're just really trying to pitch this we have one chance we need to sell we, tight water yes but how are we gonna get the key We'll figure it out. We'll, we'll do it live. Maybe I have later. an idea. All right. I trust you. Let's do this. You walk over to the envoy. No, we walk over to the envoy and I want to do a meet cute. Where, <laughs> <laughs> where okay. I, I, it looks like I trip. Mm -hmm. 
and then I'm going to like, um, I have to describe it, but I, I'm going to like balance myself by like, you know, falling into that person's chest. Okay. But they're going to be distracted by the falling bottles of tight water. Okay. And then they're very distracted by the tight water. And then you can, and then you can help me catch it just in case I don't manage to catch it in time and then we all die. It's a really, it's a really bold <laughs> so, approach. So you, <laughs> this is really bold to see, Nancy, I'm not going to lie. Not, so you fall forward. Do you want to chat with them first? And, and then try to take the You could try to fall at one point. Oh, maybe that's a good idea. Yeah. Okay. Let's do that. <laughs> all right. Let's, let's it go. won't be much of a meat cute then. Well, they need to know how dangerous tight water can be. That's true. All right, let's do this. All right. You walk over. <laughs> Crack our knuckles. <laughs> you right. walk over, see the envoy speaking to some individuals and going, <laughs> yes, I know. It's so good to be here now that we're in charge of the city. I mean, well, unofficially, but <laughs> it's good to have. Oh, hello. Hi. Um, what is your name? Hello. My name is Mr. Tight, and this here is my cousin, Greg. <laughs> That is actually my name, Cousin Greg. Oh, the ABC told me about you. I was told that you were a important member for the Tightwater delegation. Yeah. Yes, uh, we're here because we think the Astral Empire can really use Tightwater in all shapes and forms. We've heard that um, Thick... What was it? Thicket. Thicket. Well, Thicket is lovely and a great weapon. For when you don't want structural damage. Yes. However, we are here for all of your structural damage needs. And a delicious beverage to enjoy on any occasion. I mean, that sounds lovely. Are you looking to pitch for just weapons in general? I First of all, my name is Envoy Zextrada. Uh, X-Y-Z-T-R-A-D-Z-A. -A. The Z right. is silent. <laughs> it is a pleasure. And uh, who is this with you? This is the captain of the guard. And with me, we also have... Uh, Actually, maybe you know him. This is Amadeus. And you see that a very sort of plump woman in a purple dress. And it is a Githyanki. Big feather feather uh, hat goes, oh, hello. Are you here? I'm the thicket delegation. Welcome. What's are we, are we are we having a... I'll offer you $50,000, Envoy. And you see the Envoy goes, oh, well, that's one of 50,000 gold for... For one of your, for a contract? Is this, are we doing a negotiation? Oh, this is fun. I'm just trying to place Amadeus. Where do we know Amadeus from? We don't know don't, Amadeus. Yeah. I, I don't he, know you at all. Um, yeah, just he, he just said his name earlier when we walked in. No, 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 but like, I'm uh, head the of, voice. I'm the, uh, I'm the oh, dish. I'm associated with the thicket. Is I'm that the thicket? Lilo and Stitch. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I'm no, I think, I think it's just that, I mean, the thicket one is he just can't get down thin water. And oh, so like the, this hard. is the voice because he... Yeah. <laughs> I only drink thicket, and I, that's all I drink. Either thicket. he can't swallow things, and that's why he needs thicket, you know, because he just can't swallow yes, water. That was the initial medical reason, and then we decided to turn a medical thing into a weapon of mass destruction, which was very on brand for <laughs> our research and development committee. We're not ready for just a contract, Jason. We want to tell you about what we can sell first. And I don't want to dissuade Thicket. I think together we, we can, can rule the galaxy. <laughs> you guys sound like, like King Candy from the Crown yeah, Ralph. Yeah. 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 We won't, the... but the people who will will pay us. Looks at the envoy. Envoy says, I like this. I like this. But you know, actually, I'll speak to you later, Amadeus. If you can, uh, I'll just. Oh my god, could they make a thick, tight water? 
<laughs> the ultimate weapon. I'm just now imagining like the Nickelodeon green slime. The slime. <laughs> yeah, you get slime. Yes. Yeah. No, but I like the thick tiny water would be like, I mean, that's awful, right? Think about how long that stays in your esophagus. Just a burning <laughs> sensation. Yeah, just constantly. Like, constantly you swallow and it's like. <laughs> Oh my god, still burning. <laughs> I need normal water. <laughs> At the end of this campaign, we're going to start selling normal water and make a killing. Yeah. <laughs> we're just going to want that now. We're ruining the economy. Yeah. Just, just the water the, economy. That's, that's the name of the last episode. <laughs> the gang yeah. ruins the economy. All right, um, Amadeus waves it. Okay, I'll go talk to the other people. That's surely fine. I'm, I'm, I'll have a great time. We're looking and forward to walks, speaking with you later. Uh, yes, and waves, and then their delegation goes. The envoy turns to you and just says, um, yeah, so you, you want to deal with... Uh, I mean, here's the question. Are you here to sell me something? Because I'm a bit on a political situation. And No, well, no contracts or anything. We just merely want to tell you about it. And um, honestly, we want some thoughts and opinions. Yeah. Well, we've recently gotten, um, let's just say, a new weapon that we are excited to test and if maybe we could in i would love to know about the research opportunities with tightwater if we could apply it in some way to the weapon oh it would depend on what that weapon is so i i know it's probably and if we could make it tight maybe difficult it is a solid object can you make solid objects tighter we can always try we can, <laughs> they never asked us <laughs> if we should we only ask could we? <laughs> I like that idea. That's the premise of the majority of the Githanki weapons decision. It's not about should we do it, it's whether we can. I think that's the way you have to view a lot of things in this. Also, by the way, which one of them has a fucking key? <laughs> oh, uh, it looks like the Astral Empire Envoy has one key, and so does the captain, but the captain has one on a ring set, just like the person over there. Oh, but so, it's the same key? It's the same key. Okay, I thought you were just pulling like a deception, and I was like, one of them is real! No, no, they both have them. Okay, um... I, it's so good to speak to business people. We're, we're trying to expand the astral empire into the material plane. And we finally found the tool to really allow that transition to happen. And we're just happy to bring the, the light and the superiority of our technology to the rest of the world. That, you know what? Let's cheers to that. Let me open one of these. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that, then... one second. Servant, and you see a, a, a person runs over with a, a bucket of water and like puts it up for you. Yeah, to use. and then I like, uh, I'm like, I'm still gonna give this tight water is extra tight, tight. It's a prototype, so we're gonna step back a little. And then what I want to do is I want to place the barrel, um, like while I'm gonna walk past the um guard, yeah, while I'm placing the barrel. The and um, which one? The, 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 the guard, of, yeah, the captain of the guard, yeah, the captain of the guard, okay, and then I'm like. Kind of like gonna trip a little, okay. and then when I do that, I want to palm the. Of hand and I, yeah. While you're falling, I want to try to just also be like. Also, you have advantage. Remember, yeah, you have I advantage. want to try to be like. What's your name? <laughs> Mr. Mr. Tight, watch out! <laughs> Mr. Tight. I want to just try to like just trying to add drama to it. Got it. Twenty three. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. I will do one perception check, but it's not gonna be probably able to beat that. No. So you see. You palm the key off the captain, and you yell Mr. Tight, and the servant goes, ah, and immediately uh, I got thinks, it, I uh, got it. Sorry, I tripped uh, on the rug, you know, I should have been paying better attention, but let's not take away from the moment of this cheers for the rise the of the, the Astral Empire, and 
refreshing beverages everywhere and then like i i then <laughs> opened the bottle of tight water under the barrel of water yeah. explosive sounds pour us some for everyone thank you so much for this wonderful gift and we will consider um your opportunities your tight water as it is for the future uh we would also like just to include um we have an extra just this is Oh, thank for you. Whoever you would like. Um, you can re-gift it if you really want. It's okay. We've been giving out things as well, if you would like, um, just for people who are interested in working with the Astral Empire. A, a taste of our power, so to speak. That, uh, how can we say no? Pulls out what looks like a lab piece of lab equipment, this sort of disc that, has, that you would use for agar and bacteria cultural growth. And it has a growing little, like, amoeba in it and goes, this is very fun. Whatever you put it on, will it will attack the immune system and kill it uh, over time. So just an example of the many technologies we can provide to any military or force who wishes to join the Astral Empire. This is kind of uh, like a weaponized bio. Yeah, this is a weaponized biotech uh, we okay. item, which is like, why are they giving it to you? It's like, oh, because like probably no one would know how to use this. Like, how would you take it out like without touching it? And yeah. then but it's meant to be like, a oh, yeah, look what we can do. This fancy little thing. Um, We'd like to thank you very much, and due to thanks to your kindness, I do want to give um, something we've heard on the side. Um, oh, uh, there's been a few rumors with uh, Minister Roden as well. Fascinating. Uh, trying to find deals against because when the Astral Empire came, a lot of their yes deals went aside, as well as um, a little drama. Oh, from uh, just for political. Uh, with Lady Splats and the Clixen. They are, and Clixen, excuse me. They have been, let's just say, hiding behind closed doors. Well, that's wonderful for you to tell me. I thank you for the confirmation. The Huduzi will be obliterated for their insolence, and the other ones, um, well, we have agreements, but uh, we can make the Three Queens suffer. Uh, you're, you're jumping the gun a little for my... This is just a regular opinion. Astral Empire policy. If you fight the Astral Empire, then you are only worthy of obliteration i do like that wording only worthy of obliteration <laughs> yeah okay i'll keep that in mind but i just also uh i love your outfit thank you i got it myself i we grew it um uh in a one of our cultural vats it's i love the the specific cell growth here you can see it's beautiful well, enjoy the rest of the party, and thank you for your time. Thank you so much. Enjoy the party. And they walk off. You know, have the key. You yes. just, like, book it towards <laughs> yeah. the warehouse. I'm, I'm going to look at Nick's like, we have to end them. <laughs> you know, maybe Dr. Al and his war making a lot more sense, and... They also created this horrible slime. I, I want to, like, go to the, um, like, on the way to the factory. Is there, like, that border that the reindeer went off in? Where, like, <laughs> yes, there like, is. I, I just, like, and... I'll just say, you, you don't even have to go to the border. There's, like, a little lip here with like a balcony that lets them look into the astral beautiful space yeah, of and then when, it, and when it goes into that is it like basically wiped off of the existence it of just the... floats in, in astral oh, space no, forever because then it could touch something and then but then i don't want to carry this <laughs> <laughs> you can maybe ask dr al to help you destroy it okay yeah i run up to doctor like well maybe... you're gonna so you come through the door of the warehouse you open it up and you go inside you probably arrive a little bit after Dr. Al and Gibbles. So I'm going to quickly explain what Dr. Al and Gibbles see before you get there. And then you arrive afterwards. Nevermore, Dr. Al and Gibbles walk into a warehouse that is 60 feet long and uh, about 40, 50 feet wide. You find the door to the canal very quickly and open it up. And you see that 
Fuzzly Muffins and the crew are there and they start actually getting up and starting to plant bombs and also looking for items uh, for basically the soft Gundam blocks. And they thank you for letting them in. But Dr. Al, as you open that up, you then feel something that is odd. Something Yo, pulling what's, at you. Uh, this happening to me? <laughs> <laughs> something is pulling I, 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 at you in a direction of this warehouse. You follow it, I assume? Yeah, I will. I will. I will. Uh... Yes. So you follow it and make your way to a uh, section. I'm actually going to tell, uh, is Gibbles with me? Yeah, Gibbles and Nevermore with I'm me. I'm going to say, mm-hmm. I, I uh, have this very odd uh, sensation. I, I'm, I must follow this. You can do as you wish, but I, I'm, I'm going to follow this path. I, I, need, to, I need to go towards this feeling oh yeah there's a weird poll in here i sent it to Wait, do, you do sense I a poll? no i'm like uh, <clears throat> okay we'll go ahead <laughs> you're very like, sensitive wow. can i do an insight check i don't know if that's sure. gonna help or um insight is intelligence wisdom wisdom 12 i don't mind doing one as well yeah it doesn't seem like there's anything like obvious that's causing this okay in some way well, I guess I'll be like, well, you're, you know, you're your own person. So if you, if you feel like you got to go, then you got to go. Ah, I, I appreciate that very much. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thank uh, you. I've got a 24 on that one. So this, yeah, it doesn't nothing. feel like anything you can sense uh, of the people here is causing this, but you sense I'll it's something. I'll return shortly. I, I will. I promise. Yeah. Nevermore and you go a little bit further in, passing some large crates, finding a section that is not wrapped in a crate it's it's and all these crates here have like metal pieces meant to seal them so they're not openable right away but this doesn't have a metal seal it seems to be in a larger metal structure and you see two objects in two separate containers the containers have a glass space and they also have what looks like a panel and the panel requires a key to open what's inside On the right-hand side, as you come up, is a pillar, almost, structure of a metal base and a metal top and a glass space or a glass window. In that is floating in arcane sigils, which you know are astral symbols. This is sort of like a, basically a floating, um, several magic circles interlaid to produce a situation where something would be hovering and floating and spinning in it. You see a scroll with blue paper with a sigil none of you have seen before. And beside it, in a larger structure, is a book. And in that book, with that book, there is a sigil on the front cover that matches the scroll and what is on that one. But it's not the sigil that you have seen. So you don't know what the sigil is. Yeah. You then walk into the building. <laughs> Dr. Al, <laughs> I have a slime from the Githyanki. It, it ruins, it completely destroys someone's immune system. If you touch it, what do I do with it? Uh, get that shit away from me. I don't, I don't, I'm sorry. Uh, my, my bad. Uh, I'm not quite sure about what's it. Uh, you know fire do. works pretty well. Fire uh, probably neutralizes that. Uh, but a controlled flame, uh, you don't want to burn down the whole place. It can create As, as Fuzzy Muffins puts a firebomb like no, directly no, no. in Fuzzly. one of the crates. What? F- f- what? Fuzzly. Does anyone have like a lighter? No, no. we need to have. That's why we're inside. Wait, guys, 
who the fuck's that? And you see that Fuzzly has reached in to put a bomb somewhere, and there is a very scared looking Githyanki wearing some outfit that Dr. Alan Fuzzly Muffins know is, an, is a scientist outfit. And they are putting their hands up because they didn't know that you were coming in, and they tried to hide as you approached. They oh, go, fuck. Please don't kill me. Please don't kill me. You're fine. You're f- don't kill me. It's fine. It's fine. Don't worry. It's fine. Do you have I'm a lighter? Good. No. Don't eat my brain, please. Bunsen burner. Oh, burner. Sorry. Don't eat my brain. No, no one eats. You can't work with these people. I'm not going to eat your brain. All right. Why? Jeez. I'm not <laughs> hungry <laughs> for brain. Oh. Why not? <laughs> do you? Do your you brain's wa- not good enough. Do you want us to try to eat your no, brain? No, 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 no. He's just been brainwashed. Delusional. I demand fair treatment. I don't know how this works here. Is I your was- brain made of lentils? No. Then you're fine. He only eats lentils. I've only seen him eat lentils and Tofu. occasionally some How did some you mind control them? Do not mind control me. All right. You need to settle down. Like, you need to settle down. You need to, A, we are in the position here of, of I know. power and authority. And we are going to with f- refrain from any further violence or action. We have not Buzzing committed muffins any. Goes, I will not promise ha- that I, thing. Buzz muffins. <laughs> Puzzly muffins are helping explosives away right now. Fucking fine. We're going to be in here for a while until we hash this one out. I'll help them load shit up and walk away. <laughs> Get me a lighter. Okay. We need a controlled flame over here, and this man needs to have a stern talking to, a waking up, an I'm, awakening of sorts. I don't sorts. know what you're talking about. I'm just as... I am a part of the research and development team, and I am supposed to be here for sure. And if did I did, you yell, develop this? And I like gesture towards the. No, slime. I mean I knew the guy who did. He's an asshole. But no, I I'm part of a different team. I'm medical. Yeah, a lot of our shit gets made into. It's not my. I'm just I'm medical. Oh, thick water. I, initially, we made thick water to help people eat water that couldn't drink water that's not thick. How, Wait, how you, old are you? Twenty. Oh, such a young man. Been brainwashed. Such well, I don't age. understand. I was can waiting I, for I, Dr. Al to say something like, uh, so young, it's a shame you have to die. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta go so early. No, uh, can I uh, telepath- yeah, telepathically... Uh, uh, yes, I think you... you um, are, I'll let you detect thoughts, just because it's fun, but I believe Not that just it's... Not detect like, oh, yes. thoughts, but can I also... Speak to him, say, like, in his yeah, brain? Yeah, yeah, and just explain to him, like, rapid-fire his... You just send a series of images yes, and concepts. everything I've seen, it concept, all this stuff. Kind of like shakes his head and goes, okay, but how do Don't I know you Don't pass out. Don't pass out. I'll try. I'm trying. Little blood. Cover his nose. That's a lot. Of so blood. you're, but how do I know you're not just get, making that up? Uh, like, yeah. I've been told that you guys can make shit up. You can control brains. You you keep people enslaved. I don't, how am I supposed to trust you? You're, you're, you're part of the astral empire. And we literally just chatted with, um... The envoy, um, Zytran, Tradza, Zytradza, Zytrana, that's right, the Z is silent at the end. Yeah, Zytrana. We literally just talked to her and she mentioned just genocide. This is the first time and Dr. Al, you see a emotion you do not see on most Githyanki who you've ever met during the war because they're soldiers and they're told certain things. But this person looks like a regular civilian in the Astral Empire who's just working in the science field. And so... When you say that, there is actually a little pang of guilt that is kind of there because of the telepathic connection as well. You get that little sense. And he's like, I didn't, I wasn't, I didn't, I didn't do anything. I just been working in the research. What? 
yeah, I want to have a conversation with, with them and um, hope try to almost like share some of the more the the both sides of the story like the fact that i have killed people at okay. the AT, that that parts are true yeah i think that i've lost so many people yeah you know and then try to like build like i guess not not create an entire like change everything yeah you send a series of so, images that yeah confused him in many ways because given only one side of the story even though this person is you know this person's quite young he's grown up with the war his whole life and even though that war is happening it's distant for him many of the astral empire once they take over regions the githyanki live in paradise and wealth because they steal it from people and they make everyone feel happy so they feel like they're a part of like a good cause and they try to make their citizens feel like they are righteous and correct so when you present all this additional information, this idea that while the rebels are fighting for something else, that yes, the bad things have happened on both sides, but the Githyanki started a war and people were fighting for their lives. So it's like a war of desperation. They do kind of stop putting their hands up, but they just look at everyone unsure of what to say. Well, what, what is your name, son? Um, my, my name is uh, Zorn. Zorn, I am Dr. Alain Albert Watts. These are my companions. And uh, we're trying to make things right for everyone. So you aren't here to kill everyone and steal this item that I was taking readings for the head scientist that I wasn't supposed to because the head scientist thinks that it's something more important. No. What what have you been told? I work for research and development. It's a subsidiary of the weapons and military, but it has its own research, head of research. We were told that this item was a weapon. It could be used to control or win the war. And so as a part of something bigger and... Well, I was curious about its uses for maybe non-military things. So I was taking readings. Um... It's an incredible source of energy, just magical energy. Um, so that was what I, yeah, I don't know. That's what I've been told. Is The military is very good at keeping secrets from the rest of us, but I know they're working for our best interests. So, I mean, not that, I mean, you know, like the, uh, he immediately put in front of his mouth. He's like, I just said something that may be upsetting. <laughs> they are never going to stop. This war will never end, no matter what they tell you. That's well, not what we, they want. We won the last fight. The rebels are already... You're always winning. You're winning at what cost? The, uh, the, the, the illithid nations, the factions have all, you know, crumbled one or another. All the, all the large, the ones, the, 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 the most powerful, the most organized, the ones that, like mine, that disbanded thinking that you would stop once or the empire would stop once we were out of the picture they continued on nothing is enough now they're here it's it's never going to end it's never going to be enough they're not thinking about your future future generations you sound like the head scientist but of course there's only so much that we can do because the astral empire is who we work for Oh, I know. Well, that's their plan, too. Remove all 
other options. Every exit ramp somebody could take and be stuck. I mean, what else is there? It's just chaos, right? It's just no... You see true confusion. Like you're presenting this person who's had a very specific worldview for a long time, who's obviously been like heard the head scientists seemingly have objections to this, the way they're doing things. Because even the head scientist is like, well, this doesn't seem like we need to. We're winning. Why are mm -hmm. we doing this? Mm -hmm. Why are we making this? You know, mm -hmm. but now maybe you're realizing there is a moment of questioning yeah. and unable to do much about it because they're so in deep. They yeah, just yeah. kind of look at yeah. everyone and say, okay, so you're not going to kill me and I'm no. not going to be eaten and no. you're okay. We are okay. And they will not use this weapon to win any wars, not to free anybody, but to control people as a tool of fear, to control people. When I was you know, young, I, we, were told, we were taught in school that we needed to control the universe to protect it. Look at us. We don't belong, none of us. We are horribly mismatched and misunderstood, and yet we are organized Yeah, one of you has a lazy eye, looks at Right, right. <laughs> one has a la la lazy eye, one, one plays with knives, stupid tiny knives. And a bunch one, of knives. It's where, where the point I'm trying to make is that we're organized in all this chaos. Things have a way of finding themselves the, how they truly meant to be. There's nothing to control or need to control. Okay, well, how about we come... You seem like you're better than I thought you'd be. So, you know, uh, about me being here and stuff. So mm -hmm. how about... Will you help us? I mean, what do I... What can, I, I just don't want to get caught. I need to leave so they we don't know I'm caught. here. I'll get executed if they find out I'm here we on my own. Let you, yeah. We won't let that happen. To yeah, okay. we'll, we can help. Um, okay. Uh, no one needs to know. You work for the science department. Yeah, I do. And medical, specifically. Yeah, the medical subdivision. Did you know about a big bad weapon? We were informed that something was going to be brought to the Astral Empire that would win the war. Yes. They were building a large structure to house it. Do you know where they were going to house it? In the astral plane. Okay. Supposedly we... it needed to be brought there so that it could be fully activated or used to its fullest potential as a weapon. Is it possible that it's only a small hole where we could somehow drop some type of tight water, tight water in and when it goes <laughs> off, it would detonate the entire thing? Do you thing. think there's any convenient entry point to the react, the like main reactor? Like a vent for water? A or? vent, an uh, exhaust, a garbage chute perhaps? I don't, I don't know what's literally being... Literally just a hole. <laughs> I don't know what's being produced. The medical division doesn't get any information about wartime construction. We just are given the dregs of the research funding to work on other things. Um, hmm. Have you ever thought with medical how you could actually help the planets and the That's places you took over? That's what we do. We just find that often our work... I mean, I we do that. We have, we have great medical. Um, medical insurance or coverage? I don't know either of those words. Okay, we just so have lots of good medical tech, but I think you have to pay for it. So can I do a... Um like some check to figure like what I would I be able to infer like anything about how this technology works to know if there's like a source or like a weak point usually or like yeah some... um they just describe that there's like this is going to be what installed is it? somewhere like, like maybe I could try to think about what they might be building first of all oh yeah conceptually yeah. know um, what they're what they're using it's an incredible amount of power and so what would take that much power in my knowledge like you're assuming some form of the large 
battleship or device that would be a war weapon. But I will say you, you don't really know from just looking at a book floating there. Like you're like, how would they even transport energy out of this? What is this even, how does this produce energy? What is this creating? Like, what does it do? So you get the sense, maybe you'll learn, you can learn more by actually interacting with the item itself. I approach the book. Um, Careful, careful now. You feel a pull, but dim, whereas Nevermore and uh, felt a little bit more. And, and Al feels a lot more of a pull at this point. And you see the symbol at this point on your hand that showed up is glowing. Mine? Yeah. Okay. Dr. Al, um, your hand. I think this might be your book. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I know. I was trying to help oh, you wow. put two and two together. Right. Sometimes it takes God you a while. Damn. <laughs> you see that the Let key... Let me get my reading glasses out of here. <laughs> you see the key that is required to open these crates also seems to have a access point for these two devices holding the objects. So you, you could use the key to try and open them. Yeah, sure, yeah, sure. I guess. Who's got the keys? Uh, I have a I, key. Yeah. So next we'll use the key. Perfect. You enter, you put the key in both. The, as you do this, the scientist does say, as thanks for not killing me and for being nice and making me think about some things, which is great. I, yeah, um, you, if you ever need Zorn, I, I'm head, I'm helping, I'm, you know, assistant to the head researcher. I don't know, maybe. And also, I guess I could tell you what I was told this thing is. And they point not at the book, but at the scroll, or scroll and they say, um, the last time I read any information or reports on it, because we were getting, we're getting some in case we could use it for our own research. This is called the compass and, or a compass. And this is um, called a record. Wait, so what's called a compass? Uh, the scroll that you had touched in it's the alleyway a long time ago. This is the same is the looking, it looks exactly the same, the scroll. It's just that it has a different symbol on it, the different sigil. But the the caps are the same, the color of the paper is the same. It makes a lot of sense. Do you have any idea what it's used for besides its name? I believe that the compass was acquired first and it helped them find the record. Okay, so we're swiping both, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. I'm going to grab the book and I'm going to wink back at Z and I'm going to say, thank you, Z-Dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool nickname. And as you say, thank you, Z-Dog, your vision clouds over. All of you see the book start to open and the letters and words again spill out of it and go into Dr. Al. They sort of meld into Dr. Al. Oh, God, he really is a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> you have a lot of wizardry. And Dr. Al, you hear the following message, but you get the sense you hear it for one particular reason. Nix, when you interacted with your book, you touched it and pulled away very quickly. And it was the only book in the area. Dr. Al touches the book and the book of Nevermore flashes with energy too. And then it appears to resonate and produce a little more information. You don't know what's goes in, what is going on as your vision goes blank and white. You see some things uh, just very fast and quickly, just like Nyx did. Stars, uh, nebula, um, darkness, light, all these sort of flashing images very quickly, locations, places, things that you don't really understand or see, but they seem out of place, out of, out of uh, focus. Everyone else sees Dr. Al with the book in front flipping through pages, and Dr. Al says out loud which now, you now realize your parents probably didn't tell you that you also may have done this. 
when fuck. you first touch the book. <laughs> Yells, fuck. No, 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 no. Uh, no uh, <laughs> Dr. Al says out loud in a voice that is not Dr. Al's, like a thousand voices, just like Nevermore. I am the expanse. I am fusion and energy, fusion swirling in the cold void to alight galaxies. <laughs> Wake me up. Galaxies. Stoke the fires Wake of the stars up. once more. Stoke the Wake me up. <laughs> when, when September ends. <laughs> and stars explode. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> when New hit coming up. next year. When this podcast ends. Yeah, exactly. And you gain vision once again as the book is now in your hands when you touch the compass the other scroll the paper loses its luster the words get absorbed into you and the scroll now looks like a normal piece of paper so you realize that once you touch the book you touching the the compass causes the uh, words to get absorbed in as well and then you realize oh these paper this paper does look similar is this reacting in a weird way that you aren't completely aware of. Okay. And as you do that, now that you've touched the items and the flash of energy has gone off, you now hear the alarms from the battleship going. And Fuzzly Muffins goes, we gotta get the fuck out of here! They saw some fucking light from... What the fuck? It just like points at you holding the book as there's like a little bit of remnant glowing light. You oh. made a fucking pillar! We gotta get the <laughs> and they're kind of like rushing to get everything as you now hear a commotion of, of people starting to move. Dr. Al, the Astral Empire are horrible. We need to, they need to go away. Uh, more fire. Let's let's burn this place. Arson, fire, we fire, told, right, we, fire. We fire told, now. Fire. We, we told Grimsby no arson. We are, we're going back on that. <laughs> and you, you run out as... You said no arson yet. Yeah. Yes. yes, you run out as Doctor Zorn, uh, uh, or you run out as Zorn, uh, like runs with you and jumps into the the canal, being like, "Thank you," and just like jumps in to try Goodbye, and dog. see you uh, later, and just like whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Gets you on the flip side. And then you start to move the boat. Um, you see, Grisby turns into a water creature to push the boat very quickly, and then you hear. As just like fire explosions <laughs> go off, and you see the battleships start to rise upwards, and you're like, it should not be able to fly here. What has the Astral Empire built? Ah, oh, we should have tight watered that. that. <laughs> and that is where we'll end our episode. At least the slime is destroyed in the in the, yeah, the, the, yeah. <laughs> the slime is destroyed, burnt up. The I thick water is Z-Dog. still there, un- unburning. The sea dog made it out okay. And there's worse things in the astral plane than uh, tight water and thicket. So you guys, you know, <laughs> let that one go. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, that feud. That yeah. feud is Get over. Buried. The feud is over. We buried the hatchet. Once again, as not actual employees of tight water. <laughs> but you guys are. Yeah. You see, you see a Mr. Tight playing. and a cousin Greg walk to the party as the bombs go off and go. What's happening? <laughs> the real, the real two two people are are completely confused, and that's how we end. Thank you for listening and joining us at Oddcast. We hope you enjoyed and will subscribe to our socials for news and updates on podcast scheduling and our Patreon. Patrons get access to bonus content such as adding to the Wild Magic Table poll to expand Gibble's Wild Magic Table and extra episodes like our Only Wizards in the Dungeon Try to Play series. Our socials and Patreon link are in the episode description and show notes.